tempting way to start the episode. Oh my god. It was like Roz from Monsters, Inc. Oh, hello, Wazowski. It's not bad. You here for another episode of How Do We Human? We've got a we've got an impression in already. <laughs> Welcome to How Do We Human. This is the podcast uh, where we uh, we overanalyze uh, social anxieties in our life, and uh, yeah, you know, we talk about them. That's right. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Evan Cox. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Benning. And today, oh, today, oh, today, oh, strap in, get ready for an episode of a lifetime. You'll laugh. You'll mostly that. You'll laugh. Mostly, um, mostly laugh. You might learn. You might Open learn. yourself to it. Don't be closed off. <laughs> We're talking about receiving criticism. We're talking about criticism. Criticism. You, know, you give it. You receive it. Uh, how's it feel? Bad? <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll we'll discuss. <laughs> First, Chris. Yes, how Evan. You, how you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> you know, it's been a little while since Ooh. we've had an update on the problems in my apartment. Yeah. With uh, the structural foundation <laughs> or appliances. <laughs> we've had a lot of problems in this apartment. And what I'd like to talk to everyone about today is... Uh, the washer and dryer unit. Oh. Now, mostly the dryer portion of the washer-dryer. I am fortunate fortunate enough to um, have a washer and dryer in unit That's in amazing. Los Angeles. Very rare. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but recently the dryer just straight up not working. Mm. Just wouldn't heat. It would uh, toss your clothes around. <laughs> <laughs> um but you which don't, is fun which is fun listen hey the clothes loved it yeah. it just wasn't getting the job done that's half the what you get a dryer for is to keep yeah. your clothes happy <laughs> yeah you want your clothes to have fun oh, yeah. and that part had been uh succeeded but the, i mean there's clothes just want to have fun <laughs> <laughs> go on <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode hmm? is going to garner a lot of criticism. <laughs> I wish it would. Oh, follow us follow. at How Do We Human. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast. Do you Leave like, a comment. Do you like what you've heard so far? Please let yeah. us know. <laughs> Please let us know. We're, let's wait. We'll try saying it up top. <laughs> See if the, maybe people aren't making it to the end. Yeah, subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe. You'll get more just like this. Oh, just like this. Uh, and leave comments. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Clothes do just want to have fun. But I just want clothes to uh, be dry. Yeah. And they were staying pretty damp. Um, and so we email the building manager. And they're like, oh, we'll send our guy over. And this guy, very rarely does he show up to the apartment and go like, Oh, yeah, I know what to do. <laughs> I, know, I know the time. It's usually like, uh, well, I don't know. You're going to have to have them send somebody else. Uh, so we send, we get some like washer dryer specialist out here. And he like Maytag takes... repairman? <laughs> no, I wish. Um, but he, he comes out. He like, he takes some piece of the dryer out. He's like, here's what the problem was. This like fuse was like... <laughs> 
burnt it or out or Here something. Here's what the problem was. I pulled this out and it wasn't <laughs> supposed to come out. <laughs> uh, but he was like, in order to get a new one of these, it's going to take like a week. Um, mm. So my roommate, um, he just like does his laundry at some laundromat up the street. Mm. But I'm stubborn. Yeah. I'm like, hell no. Mm-mm. We've got a washer dryer in unit. I'm paying for it in my rent. Yeah. So I'll just do tiny loads of laundry and then have the clothes air dry. Yeah. Um, oh, you could you could still tumble dry. Hey, clothes just want to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so eventually he comes back, and normally I'm the one who has to deal with our apartment maintenance. Right. But uh, my roommate dealt with him this time. And the guy, like, he removed the back part of the dryer um, to, like, replace the part. But there's a lot of jagged edges in there. Mm. And so the repair guy, like, slices his hand open on one Uh of the, like, pieces. And so he goes to my roommate and he's like, hey, uh, you guys have a Band-Aid? Because, like, I just cut my hand open. So now he's dripping his blood in our dryer on our washing machine. Um my roommate goes to like get the get a box of band-aids and so he like has the box out and he's like trying to give the guy the band-aid and he's like no I don't need that one I need this one and so he sticks his whole bloody hand in the box of band-aids he's just for like, a Flintstones band-aid <laughs> yeah um, that's better that's better yabba dabba do um, and but so he's like bleeding all over like. The band-aids, the dryer, the washing mm. machine, the carpet, the table, the chairs. It's the first part of the witch's potion, the blood of a repairman. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to live forever. But <laughs> eventually he did repair the dryer. But that was that was like, like just, we need more competent people in the workforce. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's basically my story. So it is fixed now. Glad to hear. My clothes get to have fun, so yeah. they're happy, and I am happy because uh, they're not yeah. friggin' moist. Ugh. Evan, huh? how you doing? Me? You seem tired as hell. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting it. Yeah, this is my fifth podcast today. <laughs> Cinco. <laughs> Which is stupid. Never done this before. Um, so I'm a little loopy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, my, my note for my story today is my old man spectrum freak out. So I'll tell okay. that story. I, I, are you the old man from the story? I am the old man from the story. I, I worked in customer service for a decent amount of time and I took phone calls and you always get those calls. You've probably gotten them before too, where it's like an older person and they're just furious about something, but they're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a, I, as I said, I, I got to apologize to Spectrum. I've, I've called, Whoa, I've called right. them out before, and I'm about to call them out again. <laughs> but um, I was wrong. I'll preempt the story to say I was wrong. But I tried to pay my bill. I got an email that said I owed the money I owed. Okay. And when I clicked that link, it said I owed no money. And I was like, well, that's... I mean, on (laughs) one hand, perfect. Except that I knew 
see, here's here's what sucks about this whole situation. When I lived in Long Beach, I had to have Spectrum. But Spectrum isn't just Spectrum. There's Spectrum, there's Charter Spectrum, and there's Time Warner Spectrum. Mm. All three of which call themselves Spectrum. <laughs> and they all have different websites, none of which are just like TimeWarnerSpectrum.com. It's just a different version of like Spectrum.com and Spectrum spectrum.something.com and oh, it's uh-huh. so not obvious and it's so hard to remember which URL goes to which one because I've had both now so yeah long story short I used to have Charter Spectrum once I moved out here I now have Time Warner Spectrum got it and so I for a while had two accounts running at the same time and Spectrum got very confused about it and billed me twice for something so I'm assuming the web basically uh, when I went to check the website the website had updated and okay. it looked completely different and new and shiny and fancy, but it fucked up my billing. I was like, that's legit the one thing you have to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit that your website looks pretty now. I need to be able to pay my bill because I'm still getting the notice that tells me that it's going to be late <laughs> if I don't pay it. And I don't trust you not to hit me with late fees. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. I've had a bad enough time with them. So I happened to, as I was exiting, or I, as I was looking for a phone number to call, <clears throat> um, they sent, because obviously it was a like they just opened up the new site or launched it, and there was a survey. How do you like the new website? I was like, oh, just you fucking wait <laughs> and i tore How do them, i like the oh, new website I tore them apart with long old man messages <laughs> long rambling paragraphs about like you guys <laughs> you guys i just need one thing from you i need to be able to pay my bill and i came to your website and it's updated but it says i don't owe any money and blah 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 blah, blah and th- 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 uh, just a complainy old fuck ruining someone's day i gave them bad scores across the board except i was honest like hey do you like the look of the new website it looks Fantastic. It looks phenomenal. Next score, fucking zero. No notes. Long paragraph. <laughs> but, you know, hey, the site looked good. Um, so I send this message or this survey in. I was heated. <laughs> uh, and then I made the phone call to try to get it fixed. And I am not one to generally yell at customer service people. I'm a nicey sometimes. And the uh, guy answered. Guy was super nice. <clears throat> I explained the situation. He was wildly confused by it, but put in a lot of effort to make it work and okay. to fix the whole situation. I sent him down the wrong rabbit hole with the old account. It was not that. It was that my I had received an email like a couple of months ahead of that that said that my due date was going to be changing. And I didn't realize that with my due date changing, the date my bill processes also changes. So my number was zero. Um, Oh, actually, to be fair, I wasn't completely in the wrong. It was the old account was it's outside. I had them reversed. The old account was the one that sent me an email for money. And it was because they thought I still had their equipment. Mm. And so they billed me like 80 bucks or something like that. And then I didn't. So they gave me that money back. 
and okay. the guy was so nice. And so it was two separate interactions, but I had a hard time with this guy who spent over a half hour trying to fix this for me and figuring <laughs> it out like Sherlock Holmesing it and just crushed it and was the nicest person in the world. And in the back of my mind this whole time, I'm like, that survey is attached to this account. He could probably <laughs> see on his computer that I did I done a survey a half an hour before that just ripped them the fuck apart and he yeah. knows I suck. <laughs> yeah. That's my story. I don't know how long I just talked about that, but uh yeah, it was a busy afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Being a douchebag. <laughs> so what you're saying is you had criticism oh, for Spectrum. I gave criticism. You gave criticism. I gave criticism and they received it well. That's great. They shut the site down. They're no longer a company. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, yeah, let's slide on into that main top. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you love to describe it as sliding in. Slide on into the big top. <laughs> <laughs> we'll juggle our way into that tent. Smell popcorn. <laughs> Are you having a stroke right now, uh, Evan? Balloon. <laughs> My kids having fun. A clown, a man with his head and a lion. <laughs> Oof, that's spooky. There are, yeah, there's a lot of sights to take in at the big top. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're talking all about... <laughs> talking all about circuses. We're ta- yeah, surprise, this episode is all about circuses. <laughs> it's an abuse bush uh, about the circus. No, no, no. It's oh. all about giving and receiving criticism. Okay. Uh, well, I have some notes. Both great. <laughs> both, um, both sides of it, I think giving and receiving criticism can put you in an awkward position For either sure. way. I I genuinely, like I'd say both ways, as much as I just told a story about doing it with uh fervor is that a word it is a word hey that's maybe that's what i did it with um zeal i uh do not like giving criticism yeah i really don't like receiving criticism. <laughs> <laughs> i don't like i don't like i don't like it why are we critiquing each other <laughs> why can't we all be friends why can't we be friends and uh i <clears throat> Yeah, I find it difficult to give criticism because I know how much I don't like receiving criticism. Um, And then in terms of receiving criticism, I just like rarely know what to do. Like I I don't want to fight back against (laughs) the criticism. And I know that. And so it's just kind of like, oh, take the note. Yes. And then, like, everybody could move on. Take the note. But it's it's a weird thing where, like, you just kind of have to sit there and, like, nod a bunch. Yeah. And be like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. You do, like, you just start doing, like, the Robert De Niro, like, <laughs> okay. 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 A <laughs> little bit. Um, yeah, so that's, that's like, my my awkwardness is I don't know what to do when... While receiving yeah. criticism. Uh-huh. Yeah, because that's the thing, is if you don't respond at all, I feel like people know you're seething, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you want to like be saying things. Well, and I'm also notoriously a person that does not hide my emotions on my face. <laughs> people can tell when I'm upset, and I hate it. It's the worst. I can't hide it. Um, so... 
Yeah, I think generally the thing you're supposed to do if you want to seem like I am taking this criticism is to just have a response to every criticism, not a not a bite back, but like, oh, you're critiquing. I I uh, wrote this paper for you. I don't know what the fuck this scenario is. <laughs> I wrote a paper for someone, and they're like, oh, great, but you know this this and this. Uh, I would change, and if I completely disagree, I'd still like the right. Th- thing would be to just say like okay uh great let me you know let me i'll think over that or i'll give it a shot and see what it looks like but just like i think responding to it is important Mm -hmm. because it is i very much it is in my nature to immediately become defensive uh and that's not good it's yeah maybe one of my worst qualities <laughs> is the way in which I receive criticism. Um, and I, I, especially like at work, I recognize that like it's all to make a better thing. Right. And you're allowed to come back a little bit for the sake of conversation. It's just there's a difference between coming back and saying like, well, I strongly feel this way because of X, Y, and Z and just being like, no, no. Like, I'm right. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Just completely shutting it down and just being a jerk. Yeah. Uh, Which is my nature. I'm a jerk. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Surprise. Surprise. This is how we human. We're jerks. (laughs) We're jerks. We're just little jerks. We're just jerks in the big top. Just a couple of little jerks with microphones. We're just a couple of little jerks. We're just a couple of of little jerks (laughs) in the sink. (laughs) You dirtied up the sink with the jerks. Uh, that sounds weird. Yeah. Hmm. I hope this is someone's first episode they've listened to and have no idea what that well, was. I hope they just started right there. Right They're there. Like, I'm going to start on episode 29 <laughs> at the, like, 6, 17, 18 minute point. I don't know. I don't know how we're here already, <laughs> but this is where this episode's going, and well, I'm the, for it. Well, the reason that we... Um, uh, decided to do this episode at this time. Yeah, was uh, my writing partner and I. We did a table read of one of our features uh, with uh, some actors, including Evan. <clears throat> yes, man and... of a thousand voices. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, we received feedback afterwards to make sure that like the story made sense, that the jokes were landing, that the characters were believable. All that fun screenwriting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such an it was such an interesting dynamic to watch unfold yeah. in that way. And thankfully, most of our uh, criticism and feedback was largely positive. Totally. Uh, there were things that I kind of knew we were going to get critiqued on, which right. was fine. Um Sometimes, especially with writing, like sometimes you do just need to hear the critique. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. You know it's coming, but you need to hear someone else say it. Go like, all right, we were right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and most of the uh, criticism that was provided was constructive. Totally. Uh, which is also very helpful. Uh, you don't want to receive non-constructive <laughs> criticism. Um but at some point during that, when I was just a bobblehead, kind of just like, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, um, I-, I texted you in the middle of it. and was like, I'm ready for the criticism episode. Because at some point, you're just kind of like stuck there. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. you're just kind of letting everybody go, like, 
get these things off their chest basically is what yeah. it feels like where everybody just they have these things that they're holding on to and it's just i have to release this um it's exhausting it's yeah it's it's the uh, i don't know that you have to be vulnerable in that moment to share something with someone so yeah especially when you're being critiqued on something that is like a thing you made yeah because <laughs> I, I mean fuck that was like going through film school was that on shit you wrote shit you directed or just shit you shot it's like all right we all watch it together and yes. then the 35 of us talk about how we felt about it and hey some people aren't going to be nice. <laughs> no. And what's interesting, and I noticed this in the table read, and again, I, anybody that was there, like your feedback was good. I appreciated it. This is just like an observation. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen it in other, you know, group discussions like that, where everybody's like, the positive, 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 positive. And you can see at least one person <laughs> is like hanging on. This is roller coaster going yeah. up to the top. And one to person kind of tips it. And is like, well, uh, you know, something that I noticed that need that d- I bumped on or that didn't work for me or that I have questions about is this. And then everybody's like, the floodgates have opened. Meow. And then everybody can just sort of like, we <laughs> sponge. I don't know if my metaphor works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then everyone's gonna have fun, <laughs> like clothes. Go on, loop to loop. Um, like clothes. <laughs> I'm going to be spinning around, too. It's a dry spin. <laughs> it's a dry spin. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Three metaphors. <laughs> two metaphors? Who knows? Who knows? <sighs> One metaphor, two metaphor, red metaphor, blue metaphor. Wow. What were the fish a metaphor for? <laughs> <laughs> what were the fish a metaphor for? What are the fish a metaphor for? What were the fish a metaphor for? <laughs> Oppression. Ooh, cool. Uh, <laughs> cool no further questions no further questions uh, um but yeah yeah, yeah. it's just yeah it's just hard to do even even when you do agree with stuff or you do yeah. recognize like this is good this is for the better because like i uh, like i take uh, or have taken sketch classes at ucb and like that last one i took was like writing a half hour show and it was but the last day was just reading your entire half hour show uh-huh. and then everyone talking about it. so it's a collective like hour just spent on you and talking about what your shit was and whether or not it made sense and whether or not it was funny mm-hmm. which like of all the things in the world that is what i'm gonna be the most sensitive about was like yeah it was funny right mm-hmm. right nothing like sketch classes has made me go like am i funny <laughs> i don't know that i know what funny is anymore um but yeah you just you gotta you gotta take it you gotta write your notes you gotta smile uh i just don't like doing it and we've seen people who um don't take criticism well yeah uh when we've taken our improv classes or done practices or something you can see when someone doesn't take it well and there are different types of not taking it well right which is to over agree and like just (laughs) 
like really try to get out in front of as much criticism as you can. Yeah. And be like, yeah, you guys, I'm not good at this. Yeah, I'm so bad at I do this wrong every frequently time. Frequently my move. <laughs> um, <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, there's the arguing with yeah. the criticism, which is like, well, no, I'm doing this, or you're right, wrong, yeah. and this is what you just didn't see what I'm doing. <clears throat> yeah. There's that problem. Um, I would say that those are the two maybe worst ways to do it. I guess the other is just like say absolutely nothing and just clearly be enraged. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would say that those are like the most common poor ways to receive criticism. Yeah, it's really hard. I don't know. Maybe some people are good at it, but it's just very hard. I don't know. I think here's a here's a big thought. <laughs> I don't know that kids are properly taught how to receive criticism because I just right. feel like that's a tool I don't have in my tool bag. You know what I mean? Yeah. You come up with so many or you come up against so many situations as an adult that you're like, there's this subconscious grab bag of, oh, well, when I was a kid, I was taught this and that makes me this person and that's why I react this way and that's a good thing and I have a level for oh, I did the good thing in that scenario. I don't know that I was ever really fully taught. Like, I don't know that I know how to react to criticism. Yeah. I also don't know how to react to compliments. That's a whole nother episode. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just kind of stop and let them hit me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, depending on the situation, certain situations, I definitely am the person that comes out in front of it and goes like, yeah, I know this is a problem and I'm working on getting better and I know I know what my problems are right um, which does nothing for anybody <laughs> yeah this is I don't know if this is necessarily part of this episode but it is weird because like I am very aware of what my flaws are me too things that I do overly aware yeah I yeah exactly your flaws. <laughs> yeah yeah how could you not be no, they're mine. very obvious <laughs> um, but people don't like when you are aware of your flaw, like it's a weird kind thing of, where like yeah. people don't like it when you don't realize your flaws, but they also really don't like it when you are aware of them. Yeah, it's that's kind of what I'm getting to. Like, there's just no, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> what is the proper response? I guess I already said it in the episode. It's to acknowledge it and accept it and say like, great thank you i'll put that in mind or i'll try that out i don't know i want and the, the other thing is like because this comes up in, at work constantly i just kind of work in a field that's very group mindy of uh -huh. like like I, I mentioned we have a lot of meetings so it's like anything you do okay now we're gonna have a meeting about that all of us are going to talk about it and break it down and what we like and what we don't like and what needs to be changed. And I don't know. I don't know. Every It's, it's such a like animal instinct of mine to be defensive. Even if I don't right. say anything defensive, I clench up and just get very like, fuck, God damn it. Oh, why don't they like me? <laughs> why don't they like what I did? And because of that, and because I always fall into that instinct, I never get practice yeah. at just being good at taking the criticism. 
Um, well, so even, we need to take classes. Yeah, uh, even like the at the table read, you know, people are giving their feedback and criticism, and then you just kind of were like tense and just yeah. didn't say anything. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't. I don't like watching other people receive criticism either. Yeah, I, it makes me anxious. I don't know. That's how I felt when we were in improv classes yeah. and on an improv team together. Is I didn't really feel comfortable seeing other people receive the criticism that they were right. getting um even if i like agreed with it sure. it was like hey yeah this person does need to hear this note it never made me feel comfortable to watch them hear it no it feels very uncomfortable i'll just use you as an example because you're in the room yep. <laughs> but like if you're me and you're in there and then someone says like chris you know what were you trying to do because like that wasn't working like that just, right it makes me uncomfortable i i'm a i'm a feeler i feel for other people yeah um and that's bad as much as that sounds like a good quality leads to a very anxious life <laughs> <laughs> can't care that much about other people's feelings you gotta let it go yeah don't care about other people this is more of my good advice <laughs> <laughs> uh i also like when when I uh, would do improv and I would receive criticism, yeah, it's another thing where like, you know, you just kind of like nod along and you're like, yes, okay, yeah, okay, thanks, got it. Um, but it just like it never feels good, uh, yeah, and it feels like something that then, like, even if it's a minor thing. It's something I'm the type of person where that's something that I'm going to carry with me for the next like week at least. Uh, And when when you are doing something creative like performing or or writing or uh, whatever, I feel like it it becomes harder than to like get back into that creative thing and and still be having fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very much because I'm not currently i just finished up a thing but i'm not currently in any sort of like a practice group or anything uh but some people listening probably don't know what we're talking about (laughs) as far as improv stuff goes but generally you get a team together and you can hire a coach and that coach will watch you perform and ask you to do stuff and then you know tell you what to do to fix it (laughs) and sometimes that answer of what to do to fix it is you <laughs> you need to fix yourself yeah uh, but you need to stop doing this stop doing that thing you always do <laughs> <laughs> and uh like now that i'm not in a spot where i like i just currently don't have a coach telling me those things like i am that person i'm that voice in my own head and i criticize myself yes and i just assume everyone else is also criticizing me <laughs> totally self-criticism is like a huge problem that i have yeah it's not helpful no and like everybody you know it it's always that saying of like oh you're you are your own worst critic mm-hmm. but like and it's true it's true and Knowing that that's a saying does not help. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oftentimes knowing, even just knowing good advice uh, doesn't help. Yeah. I don't know what does. Meditation's nice. Uh, but that was always, not, again, not to go <laughs> way too deep into improv world and bring up Billy Merritt. But like that was always his rule he taught when I was in one of his classes was the, the ride home rule. Like if you have a really bad show or just like something is really fucking biting at you, beat the shit out of yourself during the ride home and then the second you're home you're not allowed to think about it anymore and like i i try to enact that as much as i can because it is good advice like 
Yeah, you know, you are, it's silly to just accept, like, you're not going to criticize yourself for things. But just, like, don't do it forever. Right. <laughs> uh, so I'm working on that. This episode got very serious. <laughs> this, is, this topic is deep to us. This is deep in our hearts. Yeah, and you know, it's it, it happened especially as soon as we realized that, like, self-criticism right. was a part of this. <laughs> it turned into therapy. Um, <laughs> that have... never occurred to me that self-criticism would be a part of it. <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. I got so much to talk about. Well, and, like, self-criticism, too, it's even harder because like the uh receiving criticism from other people i'm pretty good at like nodding along Mm -hmm. saying okay yeah got it until the person giving that criticism feels like they've completed what they needed to communicate yeah and it's up to me whether or not i like let it in let it in exactly but self-criticism is already inside. Ah, it's just the call the- is coming from inside the house. <laughs> it's just an echo chamber. <laughs> and the, the fun thing about the inside of your brain is it can be entertained by that one thought for... Forever. Forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it'll choose very, very fun times to yes. remind you that that memory still exists. Still a thing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do we do? Have you ever uh, meditated? Yeah, plenty. Big fan. I don't know if I've ever done it. Oh, let's do it. The next 20 minutes of this podcast are going to be silent. (laughs) The next episode of Amuse Bouche where we meditate? (laughs) Oh, fucking down. (laughs) (laughs) You know what would be? It would be fun. An amused bouche where we make our own guided meditation. <laughs> oh my god, I'm 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 pretty down for that. Okay, maybe just like a twenty minute meditation. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a bonus episode. We can release it on a different day. <laughs> Got it. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, no meditation's the shit. Um, but you got, it's one of those, it's almost a vulnerable thing. We, sure. we, we, <laughs> I think we were done. Still on that roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Criticism roller coaster. Um, no, I think we, we were done dirty and not just us, but all the, all the generations before us, you know, there was a lot of, uh. Really, especially us men, a lot of manly men. Sure, yeah. Raised people who raised people who raised us, who taught people who taught people who taught us that you've got to be and like you. I don't know. I feel like we grew up with like in media, like something like meditation was a joke. You know, it's like kind of a punchline of like, oh my god, look at this character in the show meditates. Meditating. What the fuck? And then I got a little older, and I'm like, wait, David Lynch meditates? (laughs) That's kind of (laughs) cool. But like, it's such a like kids should be taught how to meditate. Like, it's such a wild life skill to just completely. It's that. It's shutting that part of your brain down. Yeah, and like learning to just go like. Because, uh, again, we're getting way too serious for this podcast. But, hey, this is going to happen every now and then. We can get serious every 29 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like, it's accepted because you kind of have the idea that, oh, the the thing is you shut that part of your brain down and you beat the shit out of it until you're calm. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> it's accepting that those thoughts come and letting them pass so like it's being calm and learning to not get riled up by that so if you're sitting in silence and that thought comes in like 
man, you really fucking cut that guy off in traffic the other day. It's just like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, bye. And then it goes away. And then you think, and those thoughts do just kind of like keep coming for a while. And then, I don't know, generally like 20 minutes is like kind of where I max out as far as meditating goes. Um, You generally can get to a point where it's just like, all right, it's quiet. I'm just kind of me with my brain and I'm not thinking about anything. Yeah. It's a great feeling. It clears your fucking head out. It's a spa for your head. In (laughs) (laughs) Head spa. Head spa. Um, (laughs) This episode is brought to you by head spa. (laughs) In theater classes, like we had done exercises that were designed to like clear your mind Mm. um, so that you can really be present in the moment. Yeah. But I could never do it. Why? Um, because I, that voice in my head just would not stop being like, come on. What are we, what are we, what are we meditating over here? <laughs> exactly. Come on. It's the cast of Mean Streets. Is <laughs> yeah. in all of our heads. <laughs> you believe this guy over here? Look at this guy. Laying on the dirty theater floor with his eyes closed. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, and so I think, but I do think you're right. Uh, you know that there there is that inherent like, oh, meditation's a joke. Yeah, and like shit that sucks makes you tougher. Right. (laughs) Don't don't ever try to better yourself, Chris. Yeah, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, fuck. I don't know where to go from here. We just <laughs> topped out on the. Uh, I think we've broken down all of our problems <laughs> and reminded me I need to get back into meditation. It's been a minute. Uh, let's see if we can. Uh, I think this is a. Hey, this is a positive place we got to. I'm loving yeah. this. But let's reel it back a little bit. Let's try to get back into criticism specifically. <laughs> um, I, I had the thought. And, like, work is a place. (laughs) Work is, uh, you just are going to get criticism, even on a small level where it's just like, oh, I moved my desk. It's like, why don't you fucking move your desk? It looks terrible there. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Workplace stuff just comes up, but inherently, like, with whatever your job is, it's going to be like, okay, now it's your boss's job to criticize it in a positive or negative way. Critique is maybe a better word for what I'm looking for. But I had the thought outside of that, does anyone criticize me in my life that I'm not asking for (laughs) at this point in my life? Mm. And I don't know, because like, hey, we haven't received any, but we ask for criticism on this podcast. We're begging for I'm it. I'm going to sketch classes for the criticism. I right. send my screenplays for coverage, yeah. a.k.a. criticism. Right. <laughs> and I do improv classes, which are, you're going to be criticized. I don't know that any, like, I don't know that any other aspect of my life, I receive it. I think every other aspect of my life, I just assume it in my head. Uh, oh, that's an interesting, uh... Is anyone critiquing you? <laughs> um, you know... Mm, I think that... Uh, I definitely get critiques from, like, my mom. 
What are you doing, meditating over what here? Doing? <laughs> meditating over there? Come on. You too good for the waking world, Chris? Hey, come on. That's not what we touch over there in no, Phoenix. No. On the streets where you were raised. We walk under the hot sun. That's right. You just bake your problems away in the heat. Go take a lap around ASU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, like, they're definitely... A handful of co-workers. I really like most of my co-workers. Yeah. There are definitely <clears throat> some who just, like, need to be criticizing. Yeah. Um, that's their ABC. Always be <laughs> criticizing. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, like, there's definitely random co-workers um, and uh, people in the family. Yeah. People in the in family. The family. <laughs> Keep it in the family. <laughs> Um, but ma, <laughs> I got a head. You wouldn't believe what's running through it. I gotta quiet it down. We don't meditate in this family, Chris. <laughs> uh, but those are the only two uh, examples I can think of. <laughs> but ma, I need another example. <laughs> Oh, don't you wish we were back to being serious? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> I was, I was talking to the listener. Life. Oh, yes, the listener. Um, certainly. <laughs> certainly. <laughs> Ugh. Well, that was the end of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> what have we learned? Uh, we learned... What have we learned? Uh, well, we learned a lot. <laughs> it, we learned a lot about each other. Yeah, we did, and we're like we've always assumed very similar people. Yes. Uh, hey, don't don't listen, don't listen to your the cast of Mean Streets. <laughs> <laughs> Give meditation a shot. This is the multiple podcasts I've been on where I'm like promoting meditation. I don't know why where oh, how really? I became that person. Yeah, well, you're the of, meditation of spokesperson. Of all people, I went on Derek's podcast and <laughs> promoted meditation there, uh, and he uh, bought into it and he started meditating. He bought the scam. Yeah, he, he's meditating. Because I mean, come on, that's what meditation is. It's a scam pyramid scheme. You tell two friends about meditation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, try it out. Uh, you know, uh, if it seems too crazy for you, try out one of the. You, you can do this little sample size of one of the little guided meditation apps. I've used Calm in the past. Other people like Headspace. I don't like that guy's voice. Oh. There's a guy and his voice and the way it's recorded, it's very unpleasant to me. Hey, You're come on. on welcome watch. to Headspace. Uh, <laughs> we gonna help you relax, Sylvie. <laughs> Will you be quiet over here? Will you be quiet over there? I'm trying to help people relax I'm over here. I'm trying to guide a meditation. <laughs> my love that the Ma character has the deepest, most gravelly voice. So yeah, try that out. Um, uh, I think... I. Th- think i'm still not positive on this because i'm still not certain i know 
correctly how to deal with it. You know what would be weird is like, what if it's just us and everyone else listening to like, yeah, no, I, I know what to do. <laughs> you guys are wrong. Well, I feel like I know what to do. I just feel like I'm missing a component of it. Because yeah. I know well, how to take the note and nod and say, yes, okay, thank you. I understand. The component we're both missing is the ability to not physically react. By that, I mean, just sure. like start swinging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but that's but a major problem. That yeah. just like your heart rate goes up, you kind of tense up, and then that makes you irrational. And I'm not saying I like scream at people or anything. <laughs> By irrational, I just mean like I'm in a defensive mode, even if I'm faking it and nodding and going like, "Yes, I'll take that into consideration." I need to. I'm working real hard on it. I'm working hard here. You know, I'm trying not to be so tense. <laughs> Ah, but the family. <laughs> but mom! <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Monologuing. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So, hey, let's all work together. The next time you receive criticism, see if you cannot physically react to it. And again, I don't mean punching people. <laughs> yeah, if you've wondered why Evan and I are no longer on an improv team. <laughs> Because we did a lot of punching. <clears throat> yeah, did a lot of punching. Punching I'm not proud of. No. Well, that one. I threw one real you good punch. You threw one, and we talked Woo! about it for days. <laughs> uh, these are the jokes. <laughs> we are, we are nonviolent people. <laughs> these are the jokes. These are the jokes, ladies and gentlemen. These, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the jokes. <laughs> Clothes, I hope you've had fun. <laughs> Chris, this is not for you. The people on the roller coaster. You had fun. (laughs) Great. Chris, Um, I'll get to you later. (laughs) Wow. Uh, We've fully lost our minds. This was a weird episode. (laughs) Weird episode. And we've had some weird episodes. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't think there's ever been such an like intense intermingling of the most serious talk (laughs) with the silliest character work we've ever done (laughs) on this podcast. (laughs) Um, We'll see how people respond to it. And hey, if you like it, we'll do it again. Yes. (laughs) We'll bring this energy back. I'll record four podcasts earlier (laughs) in the day and then be this guy. Hello. Ah, I forgot that's how this started. Yeah, it did. Uh, anyway, let's move into plugs. <laughs> we talked about this show already. You could follow it on Instagram at How Do We Human. Oh, good, our show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow it at How Do We Human. You know why? Why? We got that handle. Oh my God, I'm impressed. We got that handle. We told you to subscribe, to review, to leave feedback. But ma, I like listening, but feel uncomfortable writing something down. Just do it. The podcast boys will love it. It helps them get seen on the iTunes charts. They could use your help. Okay, ma, I'm sorry. I don't know where my head was at. It's all clogged up because you aren't meditating. But ma... Oh, I'm supposed to meditate now? I thought you were the one that liked meditating in the first place. I forgot! <laughs> and see. <laughs> wow, if you want to see more of that. <laughs> <laughs>
head on down to the Pantages Theater for Evan's one-man <laughs> show. Pantages, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, it was a very good scene. Um, I'm uh, I'm gonna have to mark down all the regrets I have in editing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now, I'm having a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, do all those things, please. We love you, and you love us, and hey, that's important. We don't say we love you enough. <laughs> We love you, listeners. <laughs> um, Chris, what do you got going on? Uh, you'll remember about, uh, gosh, uh, 20 episodes ago. Jesus, well, I, I <laughs> wrote a book. It was fan fiction, very steamy, very erotic. Oh, of course. Um, My favorite. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> uh, I believe it was called... Uh, and again, I write so many books, so oh, that's why so I can't many. remember uh, the exact title. But I believe it was called Looking to Score, Looking to colon. <laughs> Looking to Score, colon. Uh, <laughs> fan of that nitty-gritty love. Uh, I never caught the last half. <laughs> I got very focused on the first. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm excited to announce that I have written a new oh my book. Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> this one, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the folks over at Chevron with Techron. <laughs> of course. Uh, they've got those great commercials with the, like, animatronic, like, claymation oh, cars. I thought those were the folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do you think they got the inspiration? Oh. You create what you know. Um, it's terrifying to imagine, like, a humanoid car making a claymation <laughs> humanoid car. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they were looking for, like, a, a book, um, kind of explaining the history of their company and all these other things. But similar to um, Nicolas Cage's character in Adaptation, uh-huh. I had a very difficult time oh. uh, accepting the ex- assignment as is. Yeah. And I had to put my own spin on it. Wow. And um, so I've written another steamy, hot fan fiction. Oh, good. Um, about those animatronic cars. Love that. And uh, them just freaking getting oh, it on. Disneyland fuck fast. And... So I I hope that you check out my book. Go to Amazon Books or or wherever you uh, get your books. Or the <laughs> library, Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. any of these places, and ask them for glug 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 <laughs> colon. <laughs> Mommy wants that gasoline. Okay. <laughs> Glug, 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 colon. <laughs> Mommy wants that gasoline? Yeah. But no! <laughs> Who's mommy in this scenario? Well, come on, you gotta read the book to find out. Okay. Uh, she's just like siphoning gas. <laughs> she's a single mother. She's just huffing, <laughs> huffing gas. <laughs> seeing humanoid cards. And it's very erotic i'm into it evan what do you got going on me yes (laughs) oh thank you for responding Uh, i'm back to back to basics you know i you bring him back you you bring him back (laughs) you bring him back breakfastman.com on your school your standard (laughs) bric-a-brac um no not mattress man Give me a little bit of credit. Uh, I'm you past used that. that for like five of your plugs. Yeah, and I'm past it. It's okay. never coming back. Ooh, never. I am holding you to that. I'm over it. I've just assumed the position. <laughs> <laughs> I moved on to a new business venture. Um, 
And like I said, yeah, I've gotten very complicated with a lot of these, and this is a very uh, immediate need, and I'm here to fill it. Okay. You know, when you're going to, say, the beach? I've heard of it. But you don't live in walking distance to the beach. Okay. And when you get to the beach, you're not going to want to wear shoes. That's true. But when you're driving, you have to wear shoes. Where do the shoes go in this equation, huh? Where do the shoes go? Where do the shoes go? I dirtying up the sink. Where do the shoes go? (laughs) (laughs) I got to take them out of the sink for the babies. Oh, the babies. We need to take a moment to think about the shoes. (laughs) Where do the shoes go? I'm not talking about little baby shoes. I'm talking about full grown full adult grown shoes. Full grown adult shoes. A full grown adult shoe. A penny loafer. <laughs> just a penny a shoe to save a baby. <laughs> you can save these babies for just one penny a shoe. <laughs> all these babies in all these sinks. <laughs> <laughs> this is, despite everything that's happened in this episode, this is by far our dumbest character. <laughs> yes, who hadn't made an appearance yet. <laughs> in this episode, at least. Yes, he did. Did he? <laughs> he did halfway through the episode. Oh, fuck, you're right. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Evan's got back. too many shoes and babies in his uh, sink of a brain. Sometimes you can't count your shoes and your babies. you got to take them one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> but you got shoes. <laughs> You're going to the beach. You don't want to wear. Oh, the, right. You don't want to wear the shoes at the beach. You, you gotta wear the shoes when you're driving. You simply got to. You I simply flirted must. with disaster for a oh, while no. and drove without shoes. And hey, it was the most liberating feeling in the world. <laughs> but it's against the law. Okay. It's very nice to move that gas with your toesy woesies just <laughs> through the fabric of your socks, <laughs> just right through the gold toe. Because you know I got gold toe socks. It's very nice and liberating, but you can't. You simply can't. You gotta follow the law. But ma! <laughs> Don't flirt with disaster. You're gonna get in an accident. You're not responsive enough. Your shoe, your foot doesn't reach as far to the pedal anymore. Does this have anything to do with my product? No, but <laughs> I'm passionate about it. Okay. Back to the beach. <laughs> you drove to the beach. You get out of the beach. You take your shoes off, I guess. Uh, and what? Throw them in, I don't know, the ocean? Because you don't have any way to get around with them. And otherwise, you're just going to get fucking sand in your shoes. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Because I'm making shoes that you can take off your feet, clip together, and guess what? It's a hat. <laughs> Now you got your shoes on your head, Uh, and they're not going to get sand on them, Uh, and it's going to protect you from that hot, hot, hot sun, uh, which is always beating down on us here in California, and we don't talk about that enough. We don't talk about the environment enough on this podcast. (laughs) Right, turn the dirt to mud. Turn the dirt to mud uh, was a good start, but shoes on our heads is a great second step. (laughs) Also in the right direction. Um, I should say, currently, we design-wise, we're, we're going to try to yeah, venture... Yeah, I was going to ask, is it is it shoes that look like a hat, or when you put it on, 
does it look like you're wearing shoes on your head? Well, currently it's just shoes. <laughs> okay. Currently it's just, just shoes. just clips. Um, yes, that okay. clip together that you can, hey, you can do this now. You can wear shoes on your head. We're, we're going to, you know, make them a little more hat-like. And we're going to have other designs like cabby and top hats, you know. Kangle. Yeah, stuff you would wear at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm accepting money for these right now. I don't. I just have like my one prototype, my shoes. <laughs> um, but if you are interested, um, I have a form up, and you can send us money at uh, chrisbinning.com, uh, which I bought recently uh-huh. and thought, what a what a nice use for this. And I, I you know. I thought, I thought I could get a little uh, extra push from the podcast with a name like Chris Benning. <laughs> well, I have notes. Hmm? But. Where? We just yes. had <clears throat> this whole episode about how we receive okay. criticism. Go for it. I will so, not react physically. <laughs> I don't like that it's my name on the website or that you're just putting shoes on your head. <laughs> okay, bye! Okay, bye! <laughs>